and gentlemen, biatches of all ages, it's time to turn up your radios for the most entertaining and important podcast you've ever listened to in your entire life. No, I'm not talking about the Ralph Report. I'm talking about Bridget from the East Coast. I'm talking about Aaron from the West Coast. They are the bi-coastal biatches. Ladies, the stage is yours. What do you got for us this week? Three, two, and... Thanks, Tallyman Todd. That was quite an intro. What do you think, Bridget? That was fucking awesome, Tallyman. Thank you so much. I mean, what are you going to do with yourself now? Because you don't get to laugh at how I say bi-coastal biatches. <laughs> I hate you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh, well, besides God. hating me, um, how the fuck are you? Um, I'm okay. Um, we, uh, you know, the continuing saga of my computer soft grade up at work. Um, this was the last week of theoretically testing it. They were installing it today. They were running across a little bit problem, but then they're like, oh, it's all good to go. So I let my staff know, go ahead, download the upgrade. You're good to go. And then one of the guys comes back. He's like, well, we've got this, this, and this wrong. And that was at six o'clock. I'm sorry, not, yeah, about 6.30 I got that email as I was leaving awake. So, you know, it really put me in a good mood. And I said to myself, why are you looking at fucking work emails on a weekend, especially when you're leaving a fucking wake? So fuck that. So I'll look at that tomorrow or something just to see what annoyance they gave me now. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. And the wake sucked because... um there's a young woman I know, and I don't know her very well, but I, you know, she was very, very nice, very welcoming to me, always reaching out, and um, she died of an overdose last weekend. The wake was tonight. Tomorrow is the burial. 23 fucking years old. Ugh. Yeah. She's been struggling for a while. And the shit she got was cut with fentanyl. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, why do people take fentanyl? And it's like, it's not that they're taking fentanyl. It's just that they don't know that the shit that they're being given has it in there. And she fucking overdosed and died. And it's Fuck. so fucking sad. And, like, you know, like I said, I didn't really know her all that well. But, like, I went to the funeral, to the wake. I didn't know anybody at the wake because I knew some people who were going, but I guess they went at different times or whatever. I walked in, I went up to the casket and her parents were there and her parents are probably my age. And like, I, you know, I, I gave, I sent, gave them my condolences, you know, said a few nice things and I could feel my voice cracking. And, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's a loss because you're losing this young woman, but it's also just the loss of hope, the loss of promise. Yeah because of the fucking disease of addiction because even when you know you shouldn't take anymore even though you know this is going to do nothing for you the disease of addiction you just can't stop you know you're doing stuff outside of your control and yeah. it just sucks and you know you i walked around the the funeral home there was a bunch of other young people there and it was just it was horrible it was horrible and I can't tell you how many of those I've gone to over the years. And every single fucking time they kill me. But today's got to me. 
And then I got the work email. I was like, fuck this. And I said, screw it. I'm going for Taco Bell. And I went and ate Taco Bell for dinner. I had Taco Bell for dinner last night. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I also made that run for the border. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll be hitting the run for the border again in a little while tonight. So. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I uh, I've I've lost people of clo- very close proximity to my life, like good friends, and I've lost acquaintances. And it's addiction is a terrible, terrible thing, and it affects so many people. And just yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It's a sad thing. It really is. And I could go on a whole rant about it, which could be funny, but you know what? It's really not. And, you know, maybe another day I'll go off on one of my rants where I'm in a better headspace to make it a little bit more amusing. But um, it's fucking sad. It's sad. And it's just, you know, you just, what can you do? There's yeah. nothing. It's, it's horrible. And, but when you see somebody so young, so fucking young, it, it hurts. It hurts. So, anyway, let's get on to happier topics. How about you? How's your week been? Well, um, my whole work week was a shit show, and I can't stress enough how um, you should definitely finish your fucking work before you go on vacation, people mm. I work with. Uh, anyway, no, um, I was just really stressed, which is terrible because uh, 4th of July weekend, so after we recorded last week, I left town, I went down to Bend, I visited my good friends Kevin and Ruth, and we went tubing out on the river, which, first of all, no one prepares you for what they call river salad. I don't know if you've ever been out on the river. No. Uh, so the the bottom of the river is uh, referred to as the river salad, and it is all the like mossy, gooey, silty Ugh. stuff. So, but you wear little shoes, and that's fine. Um, but no, I had, I had I had a great time, and I was like, when can I do this again? Like I had so much fun, and and we drank too much, and it was a fun weekend. We watched. Uh, there's a hill. Well, excuse me. I guess it's a. Uh, oh God, what is that called? A butte. Yes, there's a butte there that they shoot the fireworks off from and bend and every year it catches a small fire it's not like anything to be alarmed about there's between two and three fire trucks at the top of the hill every year ready to put it out and so you could just kind of see like this like smoldering glow on the top of the hill when the fireworks show was done which really (laughs) didn't disappoint because i didn't want to see it like burn down anyone's house but i did want to see how dumb they are every year and it it happened um yeah, so there's so there's that, but uh, uh, the thing that was most fun was we uh, both had recently uh, Kevin and Ruth got Paramount Plus, and I recently got Paramount Plus because I finally broke up with cable, and we discovered that all of the old Nickelodeon shows from like '79 to like mid '90s, well, all Nickelodeon shows, but only shit that like I wasn't too old to not care about, or that they weren't too young to not know was on there and so we were watching legends of the hidden temple and we watched a show called guts um and these are all like wipe out type competition shows and stuff and so um i'm in the process of developing a, a, a drinking game 
which now this seems like bad timing to tell this story. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, but I, I'm working on a drinking game for the Legends of the Hidden Temple because it's just, I mean, the amount of times these people, these preteen and early teenagers, like, take their mouth guards out. The host literally, like, says so many times per half-hour episode, like, go ahead and put that mouth guard back in. All right, let's go over here. Put your mouth guard back in. And I just... And they look like they have these, like, fucking slices of oranges in their mouth. They're the biggest. I don't know if these were all, like, tiny peoples. Like, maybe they were not full-size people. Uh, Not just children, but little. Because, like, their clothes don't fit either. They have these massive, like, 1980s, like, mom khaki, culotte-ish looking shorts on. And aqua socks. But, like, the weird, like, two-tone blue or pink that were available in the 90s. And... It's, it's a real shit show. There's a lot of things to build a drinking or a snacking if you don't drink <laughs> game. You could binge eat your favorite snack or something in excess because the show is just... Anyway, so, so that's what we did. And that was lovely. And then I came back to work and, and all the stress-relieving fun of my weekend vanished because I was doing, like, nine people's jobs. Oof. That sucks. That sucks. And you're talking about all these shows on Nickelodeon, and I'm realizing I don't think I got Nickelodeon until I was, like, 15 on my cable channels. And, yeah, never watched Nickelodeon. I know the only time I've ever watched Nickelodeon at any time is when, like, Nick at Night, and I'll find an old repeat of some, you know, comedy from my era. But those shows mean nothing to me like there's no even recognition of what they may be so go ahead so like so did they had orange mouth guards in what why would they have orange mouth guards in well so the temple show there was basically a mix between like a wipeout or a holy moly kind of like obstacle course Mm -hmm. um and then there are like physical challenges within them where you have to like build shit like there's one room with this three-piece monkey statue and like it's a three-piece monkey statue it literally couldn't be easier but because there's pressure and the host is like okay go to the left you got to find another door try it another way try it another way do this go over here i mean i would lose my fucking mind if like current anxiety riddled brain aaron try to do it i would literally have a panic attack and be like fuck you host i can't <laughs> but these kids are just like oh my god and so so th- that happens and then they play like smaller games and so in between the smaller games every time they play a smaller game the host talks to the kids so the kids take the mouth guard out because you can't talk with a giant fucking mouth guard in your mouth and then he'll ask them like one not so interested question and then they immediately have to put the mouth guard back in and they don't because they're just standing there looking oh i don't know like awkward tweens because <laughs> I, for those of you who are much younger than both of us bridget you can attest to this in the 80s and the 90s teenagers were teenagers but yes up to about 14 you were awkward as fuck and still very much a kid and so <laughs> These people are just like open, like mouth breathing, like staring into space. Like one girl, he's like, uh, "You says you play volleyball," and she goes, "Yeah." And he said, "So you like to spike?" And he and she was like, "Uh huh." And he said, "It says here you're learning to spike," and she was like, "Yep." 
clearly like just paralyzed that a, a human was talking to her and like so nerdy t- so many braces frizzy hair and then again they're in like their mom's like thanksgiving weight khaki shorts it's very strange um but i didn't notice it was strange when i was you know it came on when i was like 10 or 11 and i was like this is great i can't wait this is amazing and now i'm like this is this is hard and sad but the thing was is it was amazing at that time because what else did we have to choose from and it was oh, focused for sure. on kids well and i didn't watch that one as much i did watch guts guts was same thing just you were doing like physical activities and stuff but you didn't have to be smart legends they like told you a story and you had to remember it throughout the show and then they asked you questions or you had to know history and just regurgitate what you already knew but um, Guts was more physical based but my favorite show and in fact I used to be mad that my mom and dad didn't have a sibling for me which was not by choice they they wanted other children they just weren't able to have anymore but I was pissed because Double Dare which was hosted by Mark Summers who you've probably seen on TV doing like those food shows and shit mm-hmm. the name uh, is familiar even the name of the show is familiar so I'm excited I recognize the name of yeah. the show <laughs> They sell t-shirts at Target that say Double Dare sometimes. I know, I have one. Um, But so that show was, again, about being smart. They'd ask questions. Like one day, we watched a little bit of that, too, and they asked a question about how old Louis XIV was when he became king. So, I mean, they weren't all just like, what color is the sun? Like, they were hard questions. So if you didn't know the question, you could dare the opponent team to answer and it was always a brother and a sister or a mom a dad and a brother and a sister or a mom and a dad and two two girls or whatever but it was always two or four and they were related so i was like where's my fucking sibling (laughs) anyway so they would uh do that and then the if the person dared and said well we dare them and the other team didn't know they'd say well we double dare and then the other team if they still couldn't come up with the answer they had to take a physical challenge and this this was the brilliance of this show was that they would like put a hat with a colander on it and they'd say okay you have to catch six eggs in this colander and then pour them into this glass to the line in 30 seconds (laughs) and they'd put them like 15 feet apart (laughs) or they'd say throw these wet sponges at your opponent and they have to catch the sponges and wring them into this test tube and fill it up to this line. And so it was all about, like, these crazy, wacky things. And then there was an obstacle course at the end where you had to, like, ride your tricycle on this, like, slippery, slimy road. Which, by the way, immediately watching it as an adult, we were like, that's KY Jelly. Um <laughs> Uh, or, like, they had to go down a slide and fall into, like, a big sundae, and it was just basically a pile of, like, shaving cream with, like, fudge sauce on it. Or, like, there was a big nose. You had to pick the nose, and there was green goo in there, and you had to find these flags. And if you got all the flags, Double Dare gave you a trip to the to Disney World, but they gave you a trip to the Buena Vista, which was owned by Hilton. It's it's still there. It's a beautiful hotel, but it's it's not actually a Disney property because these shows were all produced by Nickelodeon. So they were like, hey, we'll send you near there and we'll get you in the park, but we're not going to pay for a Disney hotel. <laughs> um, but their their prizes are pretty good on Double Dare and everyone that competed on Double Dare got a free pair of Reebok shoes because they sponsored the show. So that was cool. 
What wasn't cool, you ask? Well, episode one, season one of Legends, the people that didn't make it through the first, there's like a physical obstacle course and, and only four teams make it to the part where they ask questions. The first episode, the people that didn't make it got a box of nerds, which in like 1990, a box of nerds wasn't even a dollar. So you went to Universal Studios Florida you sat around all day waiting your turn to do this show. You lost in the first minute. And you got sent home with a fucking box of nerds. Oh, God. Not and then, like, a gift. Yeah. Well, and then, on, I think on Double Dare, one of the gifts was a yo-yo. The second team to go home on Legends got, like, Nesquik gift bag. But, like, that, again, we're talking, like, $10 for your whole day's worth of time. I mean, it's shocking. The The monetary difference between 80s and 90s stuff that kids were excited about and now. And then Legends gives you trips to, like, the Cayman Islands. And we're like, <laughs> what fucking 11-year-old kid is like, you know where I want to go? The Cayman <laughs> Islands. That was the gift for mom and dad for putting up with the kids' nonsense and having to suffer through that shit all day long. <laughs> God, I guess. Anyway, but so it was it was like a delightful blast from the past to like watch all and then the commercials uh for the stuff they're giving the kids are all those like old school commercials. So the, and everything is like a tiny square in the middle of these like <laughs> my friends have like a sixty inch flat screen. So it was, tiny square in the middle we were watching this on <laughs> oh well i'm so glad you had a good weekend i really am yeah. i really am but yeah the, those shows but they were fun for the ages you know i mean and you're right we did look like teenagers and awkward preteens back then what the fuck did we know about anything different i Was mean a, we weren't trying to get followers back then it was a simpler time um honestly like <laughs> to some extent there were some times in my life that like people didn't necessarily like like me um as a child where like I thought I was the shit and they were like hmm I mean we she's in our class kind of stuff and I never fucking noticed and then like later in life my mom and dad were like yeah like especially like when there was dances and stuff cuz I was really tall compared to the boys which then I just stopped growing at some point which was weird and everyone else kept going because I'm not terribly tall but yeah they would my mom one time was like it was hard because no one wanted to dance with you you know and we were at we were at your your seventh grade dance and none of the boys wanted to dance with you and I was like I totally don't in my mind I didn't even notice that was happening I was just having fun with my friends because I wasn't worried about that as much yeah, you were lucky. You were lucky. You were very lucky. Yeah. I was bullied terribly once seventh grade hit and stuff like that. It was, they were not pleasant years for me, to say the very least. Well, my my preteen years were much better than like, like eighth grade started to get bad. In fact, um, A League of Their Own had just come out and I was a chubby girl in a new school for just the eighth grade year only. And a couple of the people called me Marla. They were calling me the ugly girl from A League of Their Own. Yeah. Yeah, no. my uh, I, I moved to Long Island in se just before seventh grade started. And the idea was is um, 
they wanted to get me in they wanted me to finish my my parents wanted me to finish my elementary school career out before I moved to the new school not realizing that out in Long Island elementary school ended in fifth grade unlike where I lived in Queens where it ended in sixth grade so I started middle school yeah you know because the middle school was six seven and eight and you know acne was not my friend and um the bullying was horrendous i lived in a rich area and we drove a 73 ford pinto and yeah you did that's fucking awesome though now looking back <laughs> that fucking car lasted my parents sold that car and the the guy they sold it to was the, the one of their co-workers sons it was his first car and he had it for like another five years and they sold it back in like 85 or something like that so that sucker lasted I, mainly because nobody hit it in the back from the back but um yeah no my uh, preteen and my teen years were not happy memories for me you know stickers being stuck on the back of my shirt words being said to me not pleasant memories not any well i'm not going to say there weren't any pleasant memories but the school days they were they were few and far between few and far between well um i think this is time to move on yeah it is <laughs> because we could both talk about being bullied and honestly i can't go there tonight <laughs> Yeah, let's just, let's move on. Um, but guess what? We continue to piss people off. So I, I'm going to play yes. our first call for you. I Ooh, hope you're cool. Uh, this is from our friend, but I don't know for how long, Colin. Uh-oh. Pete motherfucking Davidson. That's your comparison that you think I might be. Come on, ladies. You could have done better than that. I mean, Gary Busey would have been better than someone who <laughs> looks like he'd live in a meth house and get dragged through a shit-filled sewer every day. Ugh. Well, still love you, but please don't compare me to him again. Um, I'm going to jump in on this one first. Uh, Here's the the difference, Colin. I'm not debating you. You don't have to like him. We're not asking you to fuck him. But I'm saying, if you put Gary Busey in a room next to Pete Davidson, I'm going to go ahead and fuck Pete Davidson because he doesn't have that crazy look in his eye that Gary Busey does, amongst other reasons why I wouldn't fuck Gary Busey. Who probably has actually at some point been on meth. <laughs> uh, Bridget, your thoughts? Well, I don't find either Gary Busey or Pete Davidson attractive. I will agree with you, Erin, that I, I would probably fuck Davidson before Busey. But then again, maybe Busey in you know his heyday, not today's Busey, maybe then I would have fucked him. But I will say this. Davidson gets all these gorgeous women and there's only one reason for it he's gotta have a fucking golden dick or some shit so like he's gotta have a magical penis he must be able to eat pussy like nobody's fucking business he's gotta have something fucking going to keep getting these hot chicks so if you're gonna be compared to somebody at least you know 
He's got to have something going on. So, you know, maybe you got something going on there, Colin. Look, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that, that Pete Davidson's listening to this show. Although if you are, what's up? If you're looking for like an 80 Bryant type to fuck, how, how you doing? Um, no, but I'm not saying he's listening, but I am saying that we clearly know he's not the funniest person on SNL. So it's got to be his dick or his mouth. Yeah. It's got to be one. I mean, I've known some guys like that where they are just definitely not the most attractive thing, and yet they keep getting these hotties. And then I talk to the hotties, and they'll tell me about the magical penis, and I'll be like, yeah, but you still got to get there. But they go there, and they say it's wonderful. And it's almost maybe, like an addiction for them. Maybe Pete Davidson is like the Mr. Pussy of Staten Island, where he's mm. just like so good at it, but... But these women have to release him back into the wild. Also, if you don't know what we're talking about, apparently you didn't watch Sex and the City. And that's your fault, not ours. <laughs> well, the funny part of it is, is because I forgot about that. But don't forget, Pete Davidson's actually from Staten Island. Right. Well, that guy was from Manhattan and, and wealthy, the Mr. Pussy on that show. Oh, that's true. I, I, was I just chose about Staten the, Island because Big about the Dick episode. Davidson. Yeah, I was thinking about the episode of Staten Island when they go there for some, like, uh, fireman's uh, show or some shit. Yes, yes. And one of them fucks somebody from there for a while, doesn't that? That's, it's got to be, what's her name? The slut, Samantha. She's not a slut, she's cool. Let's be real. In this relationship, you're the Samantha, and I'm <laughs> clearly the Carrie. I wish I was having as much fun as Samantha was having, but she's always been my idol, so I'll go for it. <laughs> oh my God, speaking of Samantha, if she had ever seen, you, I sent you the link the other day. Did you watch that fucking scene from that new Netflix show? Because you know, I did. Samantha Are we skipping over? Are we skipping over our other two calls or? Oh, shoot. Okay, never mind. So can we cut that out? Let's leave it. Guys, okay. no one's perfect. We're going to come back to this. We're going to talk about what's the show called? Sex Life, because I think this is just the perfect segue going into it, because if fucking Samantha saw that dick, she'd be all over that shit. So there. Uh, so I don't know, because Aaron, you and I have that age difference, so. There is a new show on Netflix called Sex Life, um, and I had heard about it, and I kept hearing about this one scene from it, and then it kept sh they kept showing these reaction videos on TikTok of <laughs> men watching this one scene. Oh, so yeah. finally, I was like, well, let me just watch it. I'm like, but I'm not going to watch just the one scene. I'll watch the whole series, because what the fuck else do I have to do, because I'm not getting laid or anything, right? Well, do you remember the show Red Shoe Diaries? Yeah. Right? Well... Sex was life. that on USA? No, Wasn't no, that on? No. Well, they might have done an edited version on an USA. An edited version. Yeah, but, uh, but the it, original was like Skinamax or something probably, like that. Probably, yeah. But I they, feel like I remember seeing it float back out there at some point on USA Network. And I was like, what are you doing with your life, USA? Yeah, it was um, Skinamax. I think it was Skinamax. And they were trying to do high-class erotic video shows, and they tried to claim <laughs> these these had like plot and stuff like that, and real actors and shit. I do know Co Coast Costas Mandalore was on it. And he was a fucking hottie, but Red Shoe Diaries sucked. It was really bad acting, 
I didn't think it could get much worse until I started watching Sex Life. And the fucking acting is horrible. The show is horrible. Um, I will be honest with you, I couldn't get past the third episode, minute 19, uh, 19 minutes and 50 seconds past the third episode. Because at that point, I was like, I just got to watch for this one scene. But um, the basic gist of the show is this woman had had this wild and crazy life and then she met the perfect man and she got married to the perfect man and they had like the two kids and now she's bored and disappointed in her life and so she starts remembering her good days and so all of a sudden she starts talking to an old beau of hers. And so the, the husband finds out that she's been talking to this old beau again and so now he gets jealous because, he, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. She's writing in a diary about her sex life with the old beau, beau, with the old beau. And the husband reads the journal, the, the diary, gets jealous. So now, and this is where we get to season, the episode three is, so the husband is so jealous of all the stuff that she wrote about doing with the ex-boyfriend -boy, that he decides he's going to see him and follow him to see you know oh yeah that's, so now, that's yeah so the, the husband's yeah. the guy that i thought was trying to fuck the shampoo right so <laughs> anyway so now on tiktok there so what happens is, is the husband follows the ex-boyfriend into the gym because he's like obsessed with him right you know all this deep acting and shit like that fucking horrible so of course, they both work out, and now the, the, the ex-boyfriend's got to take a shower because, hey, he's got to take a shower. So the husband follows him into the shower to take his own shower, and this is where the scene is. And so, like, if you haven't seen the TikTok videos, you got to watch the fucking reaction videos because they're fucking awesome. But the just go to the show. It's on Netflix, episode three. 19 minutes and I think 50 seconds into it you could start at like 18 minutes and you'll be fine so the husband turns around while they're in the communal showers and sees the ex-boyfriend standing there showering and soaping up and he sees the ex-boyfriend's dick and this ex-boyfriend has a dick that might make Liam Neeson jealous that is the only way to fucking describe it well, the the one TikTok you sent me, the guy describes it as um, a baby's arm with yeah. like a <laughs> something on top of it. I can't remember what he said, but I mean, it goes to about four inches above this guy's knee and he's not a short guy. No, he's a very handsome man. Very handsome. But and this dick is fucking huge and it's not long and skinny. It's not just long. It's long and thick. It's got some fucking girth going. It's got some length. It is fucking huge. And it's flaccid. That's the worst part is it's fucking flaccid. So mean, meanwhile, everyone, just for some context here, Bridget sends me this last night at like <laughs> nine o'clock at night. And I'm already, I so with my severe anxiety disorder, I have this like bedtime routine where I do like, X amount of screen time and then as if I'm a parent to my own self as a child I say no more screen time read your book 
and I read until I get sleepy. And then sometimes, if I'm lucky, I sleep for more than an hour or two at a time, and it's very exciting. But so at nine o'clock, I'm already starting that process, and I get this text, and I'm like, oh, it's this TikTok thing, and I watch it. So then I'm like, fuck, now I gotta watch this thing. So I watch the thing. And then I'm like, well, that's a, that's a big dick, but is it bigger than Gilles, whatever his name, Marini or Mariani or whatever from Sex and the City, too? So I, I look up his dick. So then I'm comparing dicks. I got <laughs> Gilles up on my iPad. I got the tiny Netflix, which, by the way, even on my iPhone, I could tell in a small, like, tiny iPhone screen. I was like, that guy's got a really big dick. Um, so then I was like, well, who else has a big dick? So then I found all kinds of websites that I had to peruse. And, and then I, it's, it, the hours are just like fucking flying by. I stopped texting back to Bridge because of the, excuse me, Bridget, because of the time difference. But realistically, um, I mean, it, it really, it was a lot, um, <laughs> Hold on, I'm 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 looking because I said I specifically said oh I'm gonna reference these two things, so oh there it was. So first of all, I was like, hey, after I looked at Gilles' dick, which by the way is thick and flaccid, but not as long as that guy's, but very impressive. So good job to you, guy. It, it's uh, Gilles Marini. Um, but then I was like, I remember Justin Bieber was on that vacation and he had a huge fucking dick for a tiny white guy. So I pulled that up. And sent I it also to sent me. that to Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found this website. It's leakedmeat.com. Famous <laughs> dick bulges, the best bulging penis in Hollywood. And it literally takes you leaked dick photo by leaked dick photo of famous actors. And I have seen some really tiny dicks. Tom Hardy. And some really big dicks. Uh, I saw some Photoshop dicks. I actually saw Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, which I was like, those aren't real. I would know if there was a naked picture of them that existed, and I would have it in a frame in my room. Um, who else did I see that I was like, oh, no. Shit. Who was the other person? All right, you talk about dicks for a minute. I'm going to circle back. Yeah, so what had happened was is I had heard about this stupid show, Sex Life, and they didn't go into detail, but they did say, oh, there's an, a scene in episode three, and people are asking, and yes, it's real. And, like, because I knew what the premise of the show was, I'm like, okay, it's got to be about this guy's dick. And I'm like, how fucking big can it be, right? How fucking big? And then I kept seeing these TikTok reaction videos because I hadn't gotten around to watching the show. And the way the men were responding in their, whatever the hell they call it on TikTok, their blind, re it's blind reaction videos, right? The way these men were fucking responding, I'm like, this guy's really got to have something going on, right? And this one guy in particular, the one that I sent Aaron last night, I mean, he's hysterical. And he's like, oh my God. And I think he says something at one point, he goes, I'm straight and I fucking pause this. I can't get over the size of this guy's dick. It's I actually have huge. that guy's audio if you want me to play it. Oh, yes. That would be great. Yes, please. Also, while I'm... Hi, guys. Sean and I are blind reacting to 
uh, Netflix's Sex Life, episode three, uh, 17 minutes and 50 seconds, but we've done it from 17 minutes, 40 seconds. Oh, 19 minutes, 40, sorry. All right, let's turn this up. All right. I don't know what it is, mate. Honestly, you're just sitting on Netflix. Well, I can... Ready? I'm get ready to pause it. Oh, it's a penis. What is this? Hang on. Some dude's penis, I don't know. Why is he looking? I don't know. Why is he... Fuck it! <laughs> than my arm. I'm not joking. Are you fucking kidding me right now? How was you born with that? I'm going to have to pause it. <laughs> Guys, it's down by his fucking knee. It's it's about... Look at that. <laughs> I want to cry. How are men born with that? Look at he, the size of it. Who do you reckon has more sex, him or you? <laughs> Annoyingly, him. Well, no, I just love the I fact that so. that's not even a semi, mate. No, I know. That's just a floppy, Pete. I feel so inferior right now. Well, yeah, I think I have more sex than him. <laughs> that's okay. oh, I mean, I, I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> I can't stop looking at it. If you open your eyes, it's there. <laughs> Look how far down it is his leg, mate. I don't want to keep looking at it, mate. <laughs> it's it's a it's a child's arm. That's what that is. It's a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> there you are, peeps. There's. Uh... Then if you don't want to ruin your day, <laughs> don't do it to yourself, boys. Don't do it to yourself. Yeah, ladies, it. I can see why you were watching this. Yeah, ladies, <laughs> not not being funny, right? But there's no way you're fitting that in. <laughs> there is no way you're fitting that in. Thank God. <laughs> I've hastened. I've oh hastened my God. Oh well, there's Netflix, Sex Life, Blind Reaction. Enjoy. <laughs> um. By the way, that guy is fucking sexy. I immediately was like, follow him jack too because like when he's like it's bigger than my arm i, I, I was I like went no way because your I'm arm like... might be bigger than my fat thigh and i am a chubby girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a hottie then you add the accent into it and oof. it's like damn woof yeah oh my god so i just i want to just really quickly i just want to say todd uh tally man todd and Smokey, i'm so sorry we will Play your calls, however many. Give us ten. We'll make a whole show of just your calls. Fuck, we'll bring you on. We're so sorry, but we got to get back to this dick thing because I have a PSA. <laughs> and Todd, our... and Todd, I'm really sorry because you got a lot of fucks and dicks to count tonight. <laughs> oh shit, your dick count is gonna be unreal. It might be higher than the fucks. <laughs> Okay, well, so here's here's my PSA. This this may be a confusing episode for you guys. Literally, I mean, gentlemen, for the men, the men, the male listeners. We spend a lot of time telling you we don't want dick pics. We don't want unsolicited dick pics. That said, if we're like, show me your dick, do it. We're we've asked for it. We're into it, and then. 
side B of this uh, 45 is that there's a curiosity factor too. Like, I, I would never have sex with Justin Bieber. I can't imagine a world where I would be like, I hate your face, but I guess we could have sex. I can't. But I had to know what his dick looked like because someone else told me it was out there and I would literally die if I didn't see it. Now, in his case, I was hoping it was, you know, uh, Ken Jeong, uh, <laughs> tiny little dick. But uh, I have to know. I have a quest to know. And then I just, before I let, I'll let you go back in with the dick conversation because uh, you have more to contribute than I do. Because I think you deep do you did a deep dive bigger than mine. <laughs> uh, but so I remembered the other celebrity, David Boreanaz. There is some, there are some leaked photos from a film he did where he had like brief full frontal nudity, but they're like stills from the set, I guess. He's got a pretty nice dick. Plus, he's fucking Angel from Buffy and fucking, um, what's his name from Bones? Oh shit, what's his, fuck. This is why I wish we could put the show on hold. Uh... Brandon I'm sorry. Is... I'm trying to find the dick pic while you're while you're talking. That's about fine. It well, so uh, the the older day Chanel Emily is Bones. I just can't think of what his name is on there. But anyway, he's Agent on Bones, and uh, most importantly, sexy Angel on fucking Buffy. But yeah, there's a full frontal picture of him. It's like in a hotel room or some shit because it's literally from a movie set. And his dick is not as big as this guy's. No one's is as big. I've, I have seen two dicks in my life that are bigger than the guy on this Netflix show. I'm jealous. I've only seen one in person. The other one was a, was a recent photo from a dating site, which I was like, I definitely oh, didn't fuck. ask you for a dick pic, but I have to look at it. Oh, you found David? Yes. Right? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Sarah Michelle Gellar, why didn't you fuck that? You should have fucked that. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, um. Okay. I, <laughs> Todd, Todd, this is for you. Dick, 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 Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. So. I don't think I've ever seen a penis that big in person. And I've seen, and I've seen, and I've been with some pretty large penises. I've been told I'm a size queen. Um, I would love to get a, my hands around that. Well, I'd rather get my Wait, mouth around that. Wait, which one? David Boyanez or? The, 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 the sex life guy, whatever the yeah. fuck his name is. I, I, I want to find out. I want to see if I can get that in me. I want immediate know. disqualification for being in that show. I feel like that would be almost as sad as fucking Justin Bieber. No, I feel like fucking Justin Bieber would be better because no. he's got a lot more money than the guy from that sex life show. But he talks like this, and he's like a fucking little cunt. And no, no. Oh no, no, I'm not saying either would be pleasurable. I'd have to. Like, you'd um, have to fucking gag fucking Bieber and put a bag over his fucking head. I just think... Or maybe kill him and then just fuck his lifeless body. Oh, um. rigor mortis. That would last a long time. No, I'm a... First of all, don't fuck dead people. I'm That's joking, wrong. people. Don't think I'm into that shit. Yeah, I'm like, also I've joking. 
I've got a line to draw that I draw, and that's definitely it's a one of those very lines. thin, far away <laughs> line. But we do draw them. <laughs> Must have a pulse to ride this ride. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> really, if you didn't have a pulse, we'd be riding that ride. What? <laughs> hey, oh, just kidding. Seriously, don't fuck dead people. It's gross. Have you watched the show The Boys on Amazon? <laughs> No, that's got Matt Bomber and Bo- uh, Bomber Bomer. No, Matt. that's um, that's the one that was on DC. That's now on HBO. Um, oh, that's like the gay superhero guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that one. Yeah. No, I no, don't watch bo- that. Yet. The boys is the one. Jensen Ackles is going to be on next season. So you may want to catch up on seasons one and two, and they're on Amazon. <laughs> but there is a scene in it where one of the superhero females is riding a guy's face. And let's just say she's very powerful, and it's so fucking disturbing. And I don't um, know why I. That sounds like a lot to unpack. It I is a lot ba- to unpack. I just want to go back to Jensen Ackles. God, he's so hot. So fucking hot, Jensen so fucking Ackles. Hot. If you're looking for doughy mom bod types, and you get a hall pass for it, hit Hi. us up. <laughs> Seriously. But so, so getting back to this giant fucking cock. <laughs> so, but you know, like to me, that's like a you ride it once and you're done because you know the reality is is that's gotta hurt after a while. You you can't you know. I don't want a fucking pinky. I, you know I don't want to be and I've had to, and I have said it by you know accident. Is it in yet? I don't want to be saying that. Oh, I have. I- I've and said it. Continue. <laughs> I, no, I, like, I've said it. I feel, I felt bad I said it, but I've said it, you know? But, like, riding a thing that big constantly, having that being my constant companion, I don't know if I could handle it after a while. I would like to say two things. I'd like to interject two things. Please. My first thing, another PSA. Guys, if you're good at other shit, like, if you subscribe to the Eddie Pence school of finger banging or you are good with your mouth, it's okay if you don't have a huge dick. It doesn't matter because there are other ways that you can pleasure a woman. Absolutely. Um, the people we're talking about that have the tiny dicks that we're referring to are the people that don't know how to do anything else and also don't have a big enough dick to satisfy a woman. So that's not most of you, probably. And if it's you, we apologize. But also, learn some other skills. It's kind of like when when you're blind, you have, like, fucking sonar hearing and shit because your other senses are heightened. So if your dick's little, work on your skills, you know? Anyway. Right. I'm ugly. Um, I'm ugly, but I can suck a mean cock. So, like, you, I, I need to make up for it, you know? I'm ugly and fat. I need to be able to suck a mean cock. And I do because you know, I have to make up for it. Um, I can't stress again, um, just really quickly, mom and dad, don't listen to this. <laughs> uh, Seriously. But, but one time I had someone tell me that I was a nine and a half out of ten at sucking dick. And I was mm. like, you couldn't give the extra half point? Seriously. Because I'm, I'm not bragging, guys. And by the way, I live in Oregon. So <laughs> I live in Oregon. Ah. Uh, 
Ah, like a dick is more. No? Okay. Anyway, so uh, I'm not bragging. This isn't a thing where I'm like, guys, come date me. I live in Oregon. I'm going to suck your dick. I'm not. I'm very choosy. I'm very picky about what I put in my mouth when it comes. Not food, obviously. I'm having Taco Bell probably later again. But I'm choosy with men. And that said, I'm really good. The nine and a half was kind of an insult. <laughs> also, and I'm sorry uh, to this ex, I won't mention names, but I had someone tell me once that having sex with me was like fucking a super, super wet slip and slide, slip and slide that was also trying to strangle your dick. <laughs> I carry that with me as a badge of honor. Oh, also, yes. ladies, do your Kegel exercises. That's right. Get yourself some Benoit balls and practice, practice, practice. Which reminds me, I need to do some more practicing. Once you hit 50, you got to really start practicing that shit. Oh, no. I have to tell you, I killed... Again, parents, don't listen. <laughs> I killed my vibrator the other day. So, What did you do to your vibrator? I am a just like a one or two toys around the house kind of person. I rotate through based on my fancy and then I just ditch them. It's whatever. But so when I moved, I lost one of my chargers and then I killed one just like natural causes like RIP to that sweet mm -hmm. little pink friend of mine. But then the other one I had, I lost a charger and the other day I was like mid session and it was like, Oh no. It was like, I'm done. And I was like, no. And I have this like, pro I'm having this little like 10. This is very sexy. I'm having a tendon problem in my right arm, which is my dominant arm. So then I was like, oh, it's like I'm cheating on myself. This is very difficult to do now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, it was a lot for me to unpack that I had. So I, I went on Amazon and I was like, what's the fastest thing I can get here? I don't even care how good it is. And I will deal with like better sex toys later. But right now, post move, no sex toys. In fact, someone was talking sexy to me earlier and I was like, you need to calm that shit down because with my right hand out of commission and my left hand not being as good, I don't want to have a low quality orgasm. So I have to stop masturbating until my toy comes on Sunday <laughs> and then they still tried to like kind of like be sexting with me and I was like no no sexy mm. time mm. shut no that shit down time. yeah that sucks but that's it's the fine. other reason why every time I move into a new place I get one of those shower massage heads that you can with the, the removable thing so I at least have that even with my toys break down I mean, I could try to go, like, junior high and hump a pillow, but it sounds sad. <laughs> yeah, but you get the, sh the massage shower heads. That'll do the trick. Cool. Let me just run out to Walmart or Target <laughs> or Bed Bath & Beyond and be like, what's the hardest water pressure you have? I need it now. Don't ask. Oh, my God. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so, going back to Cox. Dick. So, no, it's like that. That that thing is too big. 
The guy has every right oh, to be proud of shit, it. Shit, fuck. I got so distracted. Well, so I I have been with one person in my whole life yes. that was about that size. And I referred to it as either like a Pringle can or like two Coke cans stocked on top of each other. And and the tr- the real answer is and here you go guys that are not that are now like super worried. That's not sustainable. That's not a multiple like sex in an evening kind of a thing because there's all kinds of like swelling and and stuff that happens to to the to the ladies cuz you can't it you can't it'd be like trying to like put a dainty tiny little strappy sandal on a broken foot. You're just not going to get it in there after you've stretched it and it's gotten swollen. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that got sort of gross, but I mean... But it's true. It's true. It's not sustainable. And and you... you, uh, The women dry up a little faster? Especially you add condoms to the mix. It's going to be... You're going to dry up a lot quicker. Yeah. No, it's... medium dicks for the win. Yes. It's an... It's a ride I'd like to take once, just like I went on the... Uh, I went on the um, Coney Island. What's the one in the, the... The Cyclone in Coney Island. I went on it once because I wanted to go on it. Not that it's a scary ride, but it's fucking bumpy as hell and it threw I was my gonna fucking say, how back many out. Teeth, how many teeth did you lose on that ride? Jesus. My... I, I lost my back on that ride. I mean, it destroyed my back. But I went on it once so I could say I did the Coney Island Cyclone don't need to go on it again i'll take my nice smooth modern rides that i can find at great adventure or any of those other amusement parks over the fucking cyclone any day so same concept wouldn't mind trying it out but i'll be happy with my nice size average dick maybe a little bigger but not much but more importantly what are you doing along with it what's your fingers doing what's your tongues doing that's what's also, more important. Also, younger women. I'm too old for this shit now. But younger women, if you meet a guy that hasn't fucked anyone before, ugh, don't get upset. Here's the thing. With a little work, that person would only know how to have sex the way you liked it for the rest of their lives. Very true. Very true. But then you got to teach them. And I'm definitely too old for that oh no yeah no i don't i don't that's 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 a young woman's game i was already too old for it when it happened to me (laughs) so at this point i'm like oh sorry what (laughs) so like no you've never fucked anyone and then i'm like oh my god i get it there's a silver i have to bye Oh, and that was the other thing when we were talking about the little dicks, you know, the little pencil dicks who think who don't know how to use their fingers or their tongue. They usually think they're the best things since sliced bread. Yeah. And they're not. No. No, they're fucking like little jackhammers. They think that's going to make you feel it more and it's like, "No, it's not." No, Have thank you. Ever had you. someone This is really taking a weird turn. And again, Todd <laughs> And uh, Midnight Smoke, I'm real sorry that we didn't play your calls. This is really got away from us here. Have you ever had someone try to, like, stir your vagina with their dick like it's, like, a cup of hot cocoa? No. Oh, 
my god. No. But I had been on a few dates with this person. I thought I liked them enough to see me naked. Mm-hmm. This was also someone that lied about how tall they were. But I was like, I mean, that's fine. You seem decent. But then over getting to know him, in addition to what I'm about to describe in this, in the the stirring of my vagina, uh, was the fact that he was a terrible person. Like, he was so excited that his daughter was about to be 18 because he was like, her ass is going to join the military or she's going to move the fuck out. And I was like, no one should say that about your daughter. Seriously. Uh, Anyway, no, so we were like, we had been making out and we'd, we'd made out and gotten handsy on our first several dates and then... I was like, well, I'm going to go out for a little bit. You want to come back to my house? And so we're fooling around. And then he was like, let's go upstairs. And I was like, I mean, I guess. So we went upstairs. And first of all, this was someone that, by the way, this is how this fit in, had prefaced that, like, sometimes people tell him he's too big. Oh, no. And I was like, "Mm, you're like a five foot four white guy. So I don't. But all right. That's fine. So he wasn't, it wasn't, and mm. uh, but I was like, well, you're not the worst. And he was a massage therapist, like part time on the as like a side hustle. So I was like, you give pretty good massages. Let's let's see what happens. So uh, we're we're going at it, and I was like, this is the most boring missionary sex anyone's ever had in their whole life. And then all of a sudden, he was like. He was making these, I, I would describe them as interested office noises. Like, mmm, yeah. Mmm, you like that? And I was like, no. And he was like <laughs> stirring my vagina like it was a cup of coffee or a cup of hot cocoa. And he was trying to like, or like trying to get the cream and sugar melted into like a nice Earl Grey tea. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but if you could not do that. And he was like, what? girls love this and I was like no I guarantee you no one likes this and he was like yeah but it feels so good like moving around and I was like no no it doesn't so then I ghosted him like Mm -hmm. you do and then like like a few weeks later I guess he found me on like another dating site or whatever and like I had previously thought he was attractive and I had said okay and so then he sent me a message on this other thing and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you ghosted me. I thought we had such a connection. And I was like, um, I don't like you. And I blocked him. And that was the last I ever heard from him. But motherfucker tried to stir my vagina like it was a cup of coffee or tea. What? The- oh, my fucking God. I'm just That doesn't to- feel good. I'm just trying to figure out how you do that. I just, no. No. It was like half in, half out, and then there was some like Channing Tatum, Magic Mike, hip like gyrating. But like it just felt like a dick going in circles. There was no like Ugh. pleasure from it. So then it was awkward because I had to just like look at it because we were still in the boring, very, very boring missionary, like just like the most basic. No, no legs on shoulders not just like boring and i right. was like this is a lot and i was like looking at his little tiny short body and i was like i can't live like this and i was done <laughs> and I, but i'm i'm polite so and also 
I just FYI, guys, when you have a condom on and you stir someone, it really soaks the moisture right out of them. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. It's like he was trying to fuck me with sponge. And uh, just didn't pan out, guys. Ugh. He came. I pretended to come so he'd leave. And then I ghosted. And then I ghosted again. You know, and that's the sad part is you got to pretend to come just to get rid of them half the time. Right. Because he would have kept trying. And he wasn't good at anything. There were no other skills this person had. Oh, God. But massaging. Because even his kissing, if we're being honest, was like a little too much tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No. No, thank you. That does not sound fun at all. Not at all. But, again, clueless. Absolutely fucking clueless. So unaware that they were awful. But not just off. Like, it's not... That's the thing. If someone... Actually, I, I dated someone, and we still talk, and I, I feel so bad that I ended up moving because we fell out of touch because I moved states. But I still talk to this one guy I dated, and on our first date, he was, like, all tongue and clumsy, and, we, and I said, look, you're really chill, and I like you. This is not great. And we went through, like, a little kissing lesson, and literally, like, just a couple days ago, this guy was like, I legit miss your kisses, and also I owe you a huge gratitude for showing me how to kiss a, in a way that a woman would enjoy it. And Aww. I actually have this, like, trademark thing I do, and um, I find it's very popular. I don't even I, know. It's sort of like a teasing kiss where, like, mm -hmm. you kind of almost, like, withhold your kisses and you do, like, the little, like, maybe, like, a little flick of your tongue. But, like, you mm -hmm. stay close enough you could kiss until they have to, like, grab you and kiss you. And mm -hmm. they're, like, it's, guys, that little bit of delayed uh, gratification in the makeout process really translates into the sex process like it gets very hot very quick with a little just just be a little patient sometimes but that's like my thing and so i showed this person and now they're like this is how i live my life good for you so you did do some education yeah miss teacher erin yeah it's just hard though like it's a lot like if it's work. I, I can't teach you how to have sex also. Like, I can correct kissing or I can correct a little bit of sex. But, like, if I got to correct it all, I'm, I'm too old for that. My, it's too much. Well, and it's funny because, you know, this, there's this, this guy I know. He, one of the things he says about, like, blowjobs is that you, whenever you're dating a new girl, you always get the blowjob that their most recent boyfriend or their most recent partner liked best. So he has to go through a, a, a stage where he guides them to what he likes. And I believe that because you find this one guy likes this, one guy likes that, and you, you sort of adjust. But if you're smart, you put it all together and you make it one big package. Okay, I have some follow-up questions. <laughs> Yes. First of all, I feel like blowjobs are a pretty easy thing to do. I mean, there's some suction and teeth placement, and sure. Mm -hmm. As your icon, Samantha, says, they don't call it a job for nothing. But mm -hmm. we suffer any sort of bad taste or smells. Yes. And um, 
pretty much unless we bite your dick, I feel like you're going to enjoy it. So what is that hardship that you as a man are facing? I mean, there are different techniques, sure. But you kind of immediately, I mean, I guess maybe there are people out there just giving terrible blowjobs. But I feel like you probably like immediately have a good reading on like if you're doing a good job. Well, I think also part of it depends on how much the female or the male, it could be, actually enjoys giving one. Because, like, I have friends who I, who, who've told me flat out they hate giving blowjobs. So I can't see how their blowjobs would be all that enjoyable or other why, nothing, nothing more than, you know, satisfactory, shall we why say. Why even put that on the coming attractions if you're not going to, like, do it? I, I don't your guess is as good as mine I did although I did know a girl that um married a friend of mine and she hated the taste of skin mm-hmm. so she wouldn't do it grossed her out she wouldn't like she wouldn't give someone like she would never have licked someone's like hand or face or something to gross mm-hmm. them out like in general just the thought of skin touching her mouth made her literally wretch and so she could she didn't give head and I, I know my buddy was like come on like one two up down how hard is it like suck a little but she was like no yeah that's gotta be tough especially if you enjoy receiving you know but i guess your love is enough that you're willing to compromise on that uh i don't want to get into this story i don't know if they listen um anyway so yeah <laughs> Uh, but what I will say, though, real, um, is about, nope, it's gone. Blowjobs, dating, up, down, head, work. Nope. Use other skills. Use it all. Combine it all. Oh, 69. I am not a, I don't like it. It's horrible. Here's the thing. I don't care. I, I was mostly naked. I mean, I was in a much smaller bathing suit than a woman of my size should be in, and I walked around all of Bend last weekend in, like, a high-waisted bikini, like a retro-looking bikini. So, I'm totally fine with my chubby naked body. However, um, shit what is happening to my brain guys I had one glass of red wine because I had like the second worst day of my work week today and now I'm like totally dumb say the thing you said to me before to bring it back um use other skills nope next thing combine everything no I don't know. so you started talking about 69, 69. Yes. yes thank you look here's the thing you know, multitasking is great. And a lot of women can multitask. And some men can multitask. But it doesn't really translate in the bedroom. If you're going to do 69, you're going to get a half-ass blowjob. Or you're going to get a half-ass going down on you. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But that person is like, oh, that feels good. So they're immediately not focusing on... It's like if you were to be like driving down the road... And you saw, like, a circus clown juggling flaming torches on a corner. <laughs> you're going to crash your car because you're distracted. I, if, you're in, if you're doing a 69 situation, you're not giving the best performance of your sexual life because you're distracted by what's happening 
to you. Oh my god, so true. I fucking hate 69. I despise it. It's so dumb. It's a waste. I'm sure if you look at it from far away and you're not partaking, I guess it looks good. Um, Sure. Yeah. I mean, but like you said, I can't enjoy giving a blowjob because I'm trying to breathe while trying to enjoy being on the receiving end of getting my pussy eaten. I just can't enjoy. I can't concentrate on either one enough to either enjoy what I'm risk getting or to enjoy what I'm trying to do. I I can't enjoy it. And then like especially like if the guy's on top of me, I just I, I feel like I'm suffocating. Oh, that is a lot of dick and balls coming at your face. Yeah. Oh God, no, please. Please, no. You know, just like I you know, yeah, sure you could do it on your side or whatever, but still I just I can't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. And I had one partner and he obsessed with it. Just fucking obsessed with it. And he was tall, too. So it was just like, like, and I'm not a short person, but like he was so tall. And I'm just like, I'm like, he's like trying to stretch me out or he's hunching up so like I can get to his dick. So he gets to my pussy. I mean, the logistics of it was difficult. Yeah, I just, I don't enjoy it. I'm like, why? Wouldn't you rather just, male or female, it doesn't matter. Wouldn't you rather just being able to sit back, so to speak, and enjoy receiving? Right. And, and totally enjoy that moment and get lost in that moment? So much better. Yeah, so much better. I don't know. I... I truly don't know. Again, I can't stress enough. Mom and Dad, if you've hung in this long, fucking why? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, I, I, I'm immune to this. And so I'm going to say this in sort of a cavalier way and it's going to piss people off. But so I have pretty cool eyes, I've been told. And um, I got slapped in a grocery store when I was a kid because the checker was like oh my god your eyes are just so pretty and I was like I know and my mom was like you fucking say thank you or some shit like that and I was like ow I know they're pretty everyone tells me but anyway so that happened and um and you do have pretty eyes thank you but I so I've been told by some of my male friends that it's even sexier to have them like looking up at them while I'm doing it absolutely and so why give that up why do you want me to stare at your dirty butthole or best case scenario just like this back of your ass that's weird I don't want that I want to look at you and then my eyes got it all together and my eyes gotta dodge your balls I just too much just too much also also, let's real talk here you cannot expect to get a blowjob if you're not going to eat my pussy. Yeah. Like, this is a reciprocal situation, gentlemen. Well, here's my thing. It doesn't have to be reciprocal that moment, but I have to know that I will be getting eaten out, whether it's oh, that day. You know, sure. maybe maybe it's not, you know, because there have been times where I'd be like, just come over. I need to suck a dick. And they come over and I suck a dick and I'm like, okay, goodbye, leave. But, you know, there are situational exceptions to every rule. Right. But if you're like, that is never on the table for me. I can't eat a vagina. I just don't. I can't. I don't like it. Then I don't like your dick. 
I don't think I want it. You know mm -hmm. why? Because this is an equal partnership. Whether it's a relationship or just like a fuck buddy situation, it is an equal partnership. You you share in in the spoils of your sexual riches. Sharing is caring. Right? <laughs> nine and a half. That motherfucker gave me a nine and a half. I'm still mad about it. And it has been a long ass time compared to how old I am. And I'm still like, you motherfucker. Listen, my best compliment when it came to my skills with blowjobs was I used to date this guy who um, had quite a, quite the experience with professionals. He, oh. he, he, he was a professional aficionado. Um, and then he told me that I was better than any of the pros that he had been to in the past. So I was like, okay, Fuck. well, that's good. I Look think that's pretty you. good. I think that's good. I'm good with that. Hey, I just, I'm in it to have a good time. And exactly. much like my work life, <laughs> if I'm not trying my hardest, I'm not pleased with my performance. That's right. And, you know, listen, it's not that I have a great gag reflex. I don't. I will gag occasionally. I don't give a shit. I just keep going. I have I fun. Don't have an, I don't have any tonsils. So. Oh, lucky you. Lucky you. I mean, I could work on my gag reflex. I don't really give a shit because the other thing, and th it, I, I had to explain this to a friend of mine, the one thing about gagging that some men enjoy is it makes them think that they're bigger than they are. Or... <laughs> Or, alternatively, that you're willing to choose their dick over air and breathing. Okay, and that I'm gets them going. I think this is like PSA 96. <laughs> I'm not willing to choose your dick over air, gentlemen. I mean, if it's like a sexy, fun thing and there's like a little gag, sure. But if you're like, hey, let's see if I can like choke a bitch with my dick. No, I'm not into that. Right. I don't no. like it. Exactly. Um, God damn it. <laughs> what the hell do we talk about on this fucking thing? Why do people listen to this? We want to hear your thoughts on this episode. Because this really took a fucking huge derailment. We had two more voicemails and I think an email. And we were just like, fuck it. Let's talk about this guy's dick from this show that no one likes because it's terrible. Well, I don't like it. Other people might like it because people are watching it. I think they're really only watching it for that one episode and then maybe to see if you see the dick again. But since I haven't seen any TikToks about seeing the dick in any other episode, I don't think you do. Oh my God. When you sent me that sweet little grandma that I follow watching on TikTok, it. watching it. Oh, that's who you follow? Little, I follow. She's the one that's like a two or three time cancer survivor and she lives with like her son or her grandson. And you she's always saying stuff her. like, I love you, you little shit, to him. And, and they uh, they recently either built or completely built from scratch a new home. I can't remember now. Um, but they made sure there was room for her to come stay with them. And so he always posts videos of her. And so when you sent that to me, I was like, oh, no, this poor little old woman. She's pretty woke and she's, like, pretty, like, she's definitely a cusser. <laughs> she's Yeah. Got a mouth like us, but I was like, oh no. And she had quite the reaction to it, so. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't realize that that was who you followed, because I remember you telling me about oh, the little old I grandma. 
but there was another TikTok, another one of the reaction videos, and, you know, this guy sets up the video and has his grandma watching this scene, and you just watch her, and you see her, like, giggling, and then she's like, oh, shit, because, yeah. 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 And these reaction videos are fucking priceless on this. They really are. It really reminded me of the time, and this might be our closing story. I don't know. Um, I I was watching. <laughs> I can't. It's so hard. Okay. I was watching the movie Original Sin. Okay. Angelina Jolie. And was it Antonio Banderas? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's almost better than a skin of Max because it looks like their bodies connect in a way where the guy's not like trying to, like, where like Antonio Banderas isn't trying to like fuck her hip the way they do mm-hmm. in skin of Max. Yeah. But I didn't realize. I just saw, oh, there's this period piece movie on. And my grandma, God rest her soul, I don't believe in that shit, but I mean, RAP, whatever. She was in town and she was like, oh, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, it's a period piece. It's really pretty costume so far. And she sits down. And then my grandma had, I mean, this bitch lived through the Great Depression. So she had like a resolve to finish anything she started, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she sat through the whole like rest like we that was like ten minutes into the movie before any sex had happened. She sat through the whole fucking rest of the movie with me. Just like next to me on the couch. Like just like it's not weird that we're watching basically softcore porn together. It's fine. It was so uncomfortable. So I got one for you too, similar vein. I used to go out to California every summer to visit my grandparents and my grandmother had um, HBO before anybody else I knew had it. So like uh, she died in 1985. So I'm going to say this was around 81, 82. Because like when I moved, to, I moved to Limbrook in Long Island in 83 and I got cable then. So this is definitely around 80, 81 or something like that. I could look up the movie and we'll be able to find out the year. So... I'm so I what would happen was is I would go out for like a week or two first and then usually my mother would come and join us for like the for a week herself right so Mm -hmm. I'd be out there for two to three weeks so this one summer my father's coming out as well well before they came out now it's HBO back in the very very early 80s you know they used to play the same fucking movie every night well, one night we're watching TV, my grandmother and I, and I, I'm going to assume my step-grandfather had to be, I would assume, yeah, it had to be my step-grandfather, this guy Plum, and we're watching HBO, and the movie Tarzan with Bo Derrick comes on. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, and we sat and we watched it, and the movie's horrible, and I'm sitting there with my grandmother and my step-grandfather so incredibly mortified couple nights later comes back on again we sat and we watched it again but this time I remembered to grab my book so it wouldn't be quite as bad for me and they're laughing at that movie because they thought it was hysterical because it was so fucking bad well my parents come out and they're like oh so one night we're gonna watch a movie now mind you my father is now out with with us here in California my father who still I'm 50 years old who still has not heard me curse. So my grandmother's like, oh, let's watch Tarzan. This is really good. And she's doing it as a joke because she knows the movie is so bad. They put fucking Tarzan on. And now I'm sitting there with my parents, my grandmother, and my step-grandfather 
watching this fucking movie. About 15 minutes in, I, like I could see my father's uncomfortable, my mother's uncomfortable, but my father will not make a scene because it's his in-laws and he doesn't want to be disrespectful, especially since he's basically their age. And I'm just, I am like so beyond uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm out. I'm going upstairs. I'm going up to bed. Good night, everyone. I couldn't handle it anymore. Could not handle it anymore. Fucking Tarzan. Tarzan with Bo Derek. She's like fucking naked in the whole damn thing. So bad. And now I have to see what year. 1981 that movie came out. So we'll say it was 1982 on HBO. So I was 11 years old. I was one. And I, I actually, you know what? Maybe I'll see if it's on Kate, on, on streaming. Cause now I sort of want to watch it just to see how bad it really was. <laughs> and to see how I watched this movie with my grandparents on multiple occasions. But I was mortified. Mortified. Now, I can't imagine my father listening to me talk about sucking dick. So, <laughs> thank God he'll never listen to this. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. Yeah, I think we probably need to call it a night on this. Yeah. Okay, so let's do our reminders. First off, you can leave a voicemail on Anchor. Apparently it's got to be a minute. We're hearing a cu- somebody, at least one person has had some issues. So if you're trying to leave us a voicemail and you can't, email us a voice memo. And you can email us a voice mem- memo at bicoastalbiatches at gmail.com. Or you can probably send it to us on Twitter. I don't know. Can you send voice messages on Twitter? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know either. But we're on Twitter at Bicoastal, B-I-O-T-C-1. Just fucking search for Bicoastal Biatches and you'll find us. We're on Instagram at Bicoastal Biatches. But most importantly, do not forget to like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. Tell all your friends about it. Let them know. Tell them how much fun this is listening to two fucking women talking about dicks all night long. Woo woo. <laughs> but please join the bitch brigade. Fucking come out. Let everybody know about us. We need your support. Yes. Yes, we do. And we love our regulars. We love our regulars. Tallyman Todd, Colin will definitely be playing your voicemails next week. We owe you one. Sorry. Yep. 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 And Smokey. Oh, wait. No, we played. And Smokey. That's right. We played Colin. We owe Smokey and, to- and Todd uh, uh, their voicemails. We promise you we'll listen to them. Though I'm sure, especially Smokey, he's got to have a, st- a response or two to our discussion about t- Oof, our tonight's yeah, discussion. <laughs> Please give us more. So, and Tallyman Todd, your poor fingers. I feel so bad for you. So that app's going to break down tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, bye. Bye. <laughs>